Folks, before we jump into today's highlights, I just have to ask you, do you want to put 50 years of baseball history in your pocket? I know what you're thinking. It's not going to fit, but it really will because it's all in audio format. These are lost pieces of baseball history told to you from baseball cathedrals. They're, they're told to you by icons of the game from Red Barber, Ernie Howell to Harry Carey. I get goosebumps personally listening to these games and even thinking about the interviews and what these players are going to share with me. I know what you're thinking. Is this AI? Are there bots? Is there some magic potion here that are making these things appear? And I'm telling you, they're not. These games are real. They were done by real people at that specific moment in time. All the iconic moments, the interviews, none of it's reproduced, none of it's AI. It's all real, but done again by real people. If you want to check them out, uh, there's a free intro offer. Jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com. And there's over 2,500 audio clips and games for you to put in your pocket, take on walks with you, hang around the fireplace and listen, put them on the porch, invite some friends over. However you want to listen, you're going to be able to listen in these amazing moments in baseball history. Use this coupon this day for a special gift at the checkout. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Fenway Park. This is Mark Fidrich now. He's trying to get the ball back. You'll see him mumble a couple of words to the ball. The first man ever to pitch five career no-hitters. Catch him all, Joe! I don't believe what I just saw! Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, we invite you to rise. We invite you to rise. Hey fans, welcome to the Daily Rewind. My name's Tom Hannon and I'm your host. The Daily Rewind is brought to you by ThisDayInBaseball.com. ThisDayInBaseball.com is a treasure chest full of baseball events. And we bring you everything from the thrill of victory to the agony of defeat in every milestone and oddball event in between. I am surprised every day at the stuff that I find on this day in baseball.com, even though I created the website. There's just so much content. There's over a hundred thousand pages and there's stories that go so deep in the history. They start back way, way back in the eighteen seventies and all the way to current day. So there's just some amazing stuff on there. And today's episode is about March thirtieth and we're gonna be a little bit more present day, March thirtieth, two thousand, when the big E opens. Now if you're from Massachusetts, you would think the Big E, there's a big fair in Massachusetts, uh, the Big E every year. But that's not the E I'm talking about. I'm talking about Enron Field that officially opened with a 6-5 to exhibition win over the New York Yankees, paralleling defeat that occurred when the Astrodome opened in 1965. Darrell Ward's two-run two home run caps a four-run eighth-inning rally to open the Astros' new home in style. Jeff Bagwell will deliver the first hit off future Astro ace Roger Clemens. Now, to get this party started, I'm going to let you listen to that very first hit. Here you go. Now Jeff Bagwell for his first at bat at Enron Field with ball one. 
Jeff with a marvelous spring coming off a 42 home run 126 RBI year and in the past spring training has not produced big numbers for Jeff but this year has been a different story up the middle and there is the first hit at Enron Field from Jeff Bagwell Listen, make Tommy Mac happy. We talked about how the hitters are going to be inclined to try to jerk the ball out of here. This is just good textbook hitting. Keeps his nose right on the ball. A sharp single right through the middle of the diamond. Now a little bit about what is now Minute Maid Park. The location of the stadium was once the home of Houston's Union Station, a former railroad transportation stop which held great importance to the city. When attending a game, watch out for the train located on the left field side. Whenever an Astro player hits a home run or the Astros win a game, the train moves down the track that is located on top. This train was placed here to pay homage to Union Station. The building now serves as a cornerstone for the ballpark and is listed in the National Registration of Historic Places. The main entrance also is known as Union Station Lobby. It is built to look just like the former train station. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, that four-run rally was keyed by Darrell Ward's two-run homer, and I'm going to bring that to you right now so you can listen to what it sounded like. Here you go. Throw goes to first. Alou diving back as Darrell Ward comes up for his first at-bat. As we mentioned, Darrell has been troubled a little bit by a hamstring tightness. It's actually an area behind the knee. They've been going a little slowly with him on the playing time. Wow. Another broad straight call. Ron Culpa, the home plate umpire. Ward, a 250 hitter. Nine hits and 36 at-bats this spring. Two homers and three runs batted in. And he spent a lot of time looking at that left field wall and determining how to play balls off the wall in batting practice tonight. This time he hits one toward the wall, and maybe over the wall. Darrell Ward, two-run homer, opposite field. And the Astros have taken the lead 6-5. to five. This ballpark may be more suited for Darrell Ward than any player in the organization. All right, so that was pretty cool, huh? Just so you know, these audios came from the Astros Daily. Uh, now, if you are an Astros fan, that is the place to be. Uh, they've got forums. they got stories on every player that's ever played in, Astro, in an Astros uniform. Uh, they have a This Day in Astros history. They have so much video, audio. It's a great place for uh, anything Astros. Now, to get a little bit more into the park, the park is now known as Minute Maid. And but it, you know, interestingly enough, it has had some occurrences in its history, um, such as the name. Now, the park itself was first named Enron Field, and those naming rights were sold on April 7, 2000, which was sold to the Houston Energy Firm in a financial trading company in a 30 year, $100 million deal. However, Astro's management faced a public relations problem when the Energy Corporation went bankrupt in 2001 due to a financial scandal. 
quickly wanting to distance themselves from Enron, Astro's ownership asked to prematurely end naming rights. But Enron refused. Enron itself, if you know anything about the corporation, they were very brazen group. Matter of fact, when I first started listening to podcasts, I actually listened to a podcast, which I'm going to link in the show notes um, from American Scandals, and to listen to how brazen these people were about Enron and about their company uh, and about their overall attitude was just uh, eye-opening, which it's not a surprise they ended up where they did based on the way that they thought. But uh, getting into a fight with them would have been difficult. On February 5th, 2002, Astro's ownership filed a motion with the court overseeing the company's bankruptcy to force Enron to make an immediate decision on the matter. And, and by February 27th, the two entities agreed to end the naming rights and settled with the Astros paying the Astros paying now 2.1 million to Enron. They actually had to pay to get out of the deal. It just shows you how bad they want to get out of business with Enron. And if you were in that time, or if you've read about it, it was definitely scandal-full, and getting away from Enron was a good thing. Now, uh, without a naming rights agreement in place, the ballpark actually became known as Astros Field and will later become Minute Maid Park, which it has been, I uh, guess, it's 18 years now. So um, so they did eventually resolve it. It took some, a little bit of time, but uh, I think it worked out in the end for the Astros. You think about Enron Field, of course, you know, here they are. There's this beautiful ballpark that they that the Astros built and first were named after Enron, which was a huge scandal. And then the Astros actually became a very competitive team for a, long, for a long time. And, you know, Roger Clemens became their ace, who gave up the first hit, of course, to Jeff Bagwell. And he brought along with him from New York uh, his teammate, Andy Pettit. And what happens? They're both involved in some pretty serious Pet controversies and a lot of other things, especially for Clemens, not so much Pettit. But, uh, you know, there we go. Is the Astros, uh, Enron Field. Now they got Roger Clemens. The guy who got the first hit was Jeff Bagwell. Now, Jeff Bagwell rightly ended up in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he had a fantastic career. But he's another one who's got this huge controversy about Peds. And if you mention his name on Facebook, um, you've got 50% of the people talking about Peds and 50% of the people say it was never proven. But it's certainly uh, something that's out there. All I know about it is I don't know if he did them or not, but I wish the Red Sox never traded him. Uh, then, of course, the Astros went on to become an awful team for a few years. And then they, through the draft and good trades and everything, they came back and they actually won the World Series in 2017. And then what happened this past offseason is the sign-stealing accusations came roaring out. And everything that we found out, it's just terrible for the game. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it just seems like whatever reason, the Astros, since they moved to this Enron field, uh, now named Minute Maid, um, has been pretty much labeled in controversy over a 20-year period. It's very interesting. Um, and if you want to really hear something interesting, you can uh, listen to Tim Flannery rant on thisdayinbaseball.com. It's truly prices, priceless when he talks about sign stealing. It's worth a read. So, as you all know, giving a little recap on the highlights from the simulation. So, on the March 30th simulation from Stratomatic Baseball. So, here are March 30th highlights. Uh, the first Monday of the season is here. Only one undefeated team remains. So, let's check on the full action. George Sola goes yard three times and drives in six runs as the Royals blow out the Tigers 12-6. to The Cubs come back down two in the ninth 
before Ian Happ hits a walk-off to defeat the Pirates 6-5. For the Red Sox, Raphael Devers homers again. He hits his fifth in four games, but it's not enough as the Orioles edge the Red Sox 4-3. The Mets barely hang on 2-1 over the Phillies. Steve Matz goes six strong innings with no runs and six Ks. Edwin Diaz gives up a run, but strands runners at second and third for the save. Tampa Bay hits five home runs, two from Austin Meadows to take down the Bronx Bombers 7-2. The Rockies' Trevor Story hits two home runs, one in the ninth to break a tie, handing the Dodgers their first loss of the season. Evan White hits his first Major League home run as Seattle beats the Twins 6-5 in a battle of two previous winless teams. The Padres... The Padres, and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, Delison Lamont outduels Felix Hernandez in his Braves debut as the Padres take a one-zip victory home. Now, March 30th, this day in baseball.com, we have 68-plus events, 40 birthdays, 20 passings. So if you really want to find out anything that happened on March 30th, just go over to thisdayinbaseball.com and you can see them. Uh, another thing that you might want to check out is our YouTube channel, just go to YouTube, and it's This Day in Baseball is our handle, and we have uploaded uh, close to 100 videos here in the last week, uh, especially on this hiatus that we're on right now, uh, uh, getting all that commute time back from the day job, and uh, I've been using that to upload some videos, and there's quite a few videos, full broadcasts, uh, all the podcasts are up, and we've got some other good stuff over there, so you might want to check that out if you're looking to fill some time, and then you're in the need for baseball, and you can also go over to to uh, thisdayinbaseball.com and you can sign up for our updates. Every page has a, sub- a subscribe. All you do is fill in your email and every time we put out something new, you're going to get it. You're going to get an email from us uh, and you can really control that. So if you don't want them every day, if you want them once a week, if you just want digest, you can get that as well. So it's uh, it's good stuff so you can see what's going on in thisdayinbaseball.com and you can also uh, talk to other fans like you in our forums. And again, I want to thank you for joining me today. My name is Tom Hannon and this is the Daily Rewind. And it's brought to you by thisdayinbaseball.com. And if you like the show, please share it with a friend. Tell a friend about it somehow. Share it on social media. Uh, everybody who loves baseball is looking for looking for something to fill that void. And especially now, you know, I live in Massachusetts, and we just found out that there's going to be a stay-at-home order right into May. So you might be looking for something uh, baseball-related, and we're hoping that this show can give you some of that uh, on a daily basis. And you can reach out to me directly at tdinbb at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love your feedback. And again, my name's Tom Hannon. I want to thank you for joining me on the Daily Rewind. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. And we'll be seeing you at the ballpark probably sometime in the summer. All right. Be safe out there, guys. Peace.